listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Charles, Tiffany, Matt N., and Elizabeth. And thanks for joining us for the 149th episode of... Why am I talking like that? I don't know, but it's great. <laughs> My voice You're was really great. high, and then I was really aware of it. And then I <laughs> I kept going, and it got weirder. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> and you were like, I need a do-over. We're keeping it. 149th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy, and I've only done this a million times. 149 to be exact. <laughs> actually, more than that. <laughs> that's true, actually, because, yep, we used that's to do, so true. We used to do other things. Other things. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I'm also, uh, well, I'm not also Carly. I just am Carly. How are we getting worse at this? <laughs> well, this is like the second episode that we've recorded in like two days. That's true. We're a little out of it. Out of sorts. Uh, yeah. Today, we're sadly closing out our October special Halloween grab bag series. Womp womp. But. Or is it? We've got a good one for you today as we're discussing everyone's favorite horror icons, zombies, and dentists. They're terrifying. Yes. Um, so we're going to be discussing the original Night of the Living Dead. Exciting. And uh, cult favorite, The Dentist. For you new listeners, we are a spoiler-heavy podcast, so continue at your own risk. Night of the Living Dead can literally be found everywhere, and The Dentist is up on Voodoo and Tubby TV. So please check those films out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. Thank you for that disclaimer, Carly. Hey, anytime. That's what I'm here for. 149 times. You rock. You rocked it. <laughs> Thanks. But before we jump into these films, let's get started with a segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer, I almost forgot the word trailer, is In Fabric with a December 6th release date. It's written and directed by Peter Strickland. The IMDb summary is a haunting ghost story set against the backdrop of a busy winter sales period in a department store and follows the life of a cursed dress as it passes from person to person with devastating consequences. The most devastating. Now, I don't necessarily feel like it passes from person to person. Not from the trailer anyway. because Pretty sure it's just the one. It just seems like the one. But maybe uh, we're only seeing the one and maybe other things happen. Well, I would hope other things happen because we just watched a very short trailer. Yes. And I mean, the uh, the thing, the thing that I'm thinking of, the genre <laughs> on IMDb is comedy horror. Mm -hmm. And this just didn't seem like comedy in the trailer. No, it doesn't feel anything like comedy. I don't like that it says comedy because I am so excited about this. I think it looks amazing. It's very, very, very. Very reminiscent of Argento, which I love. It looks so much. Even the score, like everything, the colors, it's very, very, very Suspiria. This looks more Suspiria than the Suspiria remake that came out last year. 
The score does sound amazing. And fun fact that I noticed on the IMDb page, there includes a credit for mannequin pubic hair. Oh, another merkin. I love that's real fun. I love a good merkin in a horror movie. We talk about it all the time because it's just (laughs) do we? It's it deserves an award. I don't know. Whenever it's appropriate, I guess. Whenever (laughs) that one time. When we did the greasy but for some strangler. reason, it stands out in my brain. Well, it feels like we do it all the time. We wish we it's did true. it all the time. Now, I am so excited for this movie. I saw the trailer. And I was like, this looks stupid. And it's got comedy <laughs> written in it. So this is going to be horrible because it totally feels like it sounds like a B-horror movie based on the summary. Yeah. And it's about a killer dress. You know what? The, I mean, we just what did we do uh, when we were on Modern Horrors? What was that stupid killer sofa movie the sofa i think it was literally called killer oh, sofa yeah it wasn't even but a it, sofa. Was a yeah, it was a recliner it was a recliner so this is not that uh this looks that's a dress for real though yeah it's uh it is a dress for real uh and it's it's obviously been bewitched by a witch it's a haunted dress it's not really a, is it it's i don't think it's a haunted dress i think I don't it's know. a cursed dress because a witch put but a curse it says on it it's a ghost story i don't believe it I don't believe so it's that it's a haunted dress. I don't believe. But here's the thing, Carly. Do you believe in witchcraft? I believe that IMDb summaries are wrong many times. That's true. It's kind of a toss up. This could go either way. I mean, maybe I'm being very heavily influenced by the fact that this reminds me so much of Suspiria. But 100% I believe this is a witch movie. <laughs> if it's not, are you going to be bummed? Um, I mean, I, I just don't understand how it's not... How it's not a witch movie. Because of the the bald lady clerk? Because of the clerk that's who's, doing all the witchy very things. very witchy. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be a she's witch like, involved somehow. She's like, tell me your phone number out loud. And I'm like, no. That's what I would say. I don't need the dress that much. So I'm... Please don't call I'm me. I'm trying to look up... You know how they have like the uh, plot keywords on IMDb? Like, I'm just yeah. trying to see if maybe it just says witch so that I can we be... Ex- have, there's bank teller. I don't see witch. I see a lot of... And washing machine repairman. I see a lot of conilingus and sex oh, sex words. Lots of sex well, words and also cult. bald woman. Cult could work. Demonic could work. Haunted dress. Boom. I, I win. Just, but it doesn't... Carly, we'll just have to wait till December to find out. By the way, want to see this in 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 theaters. This is not a keyword. Do you see this? Spying on couple having sex. <laughs> not a keyword. Fired from the job. Also not a keyword. Key phrase. Okay. Also, I would like to say it's 118 minutes. So... Not terribly short, you know. It's a lot of, but I'm a lot of killer objects. I'm still in on it. I'm a little bit skeptical. It's a twenty-four. It, I think it's going to be a little bit more artistic than I'm prepared for. Um, but I'm still. I down. liked it. I I liked it better upon the second viewing, and then I it got. Pulled back in once I did see the comedy. I was excited for it, and then I saw the comedy, and then I just kind of got worried. Yeah, I don't. But I'm curious, and I'm gonna see it. And 
I think I've liked everything from A24 that I've seen, so I'm not going to judge too harshly until I see it. I will say that um, uh, people on the Modern Horror site have seen it and have said it's very good. <gasps> Ooh. So. Uh, I like them, I'm, so maybe I'll like it. Yeah. Still into it. Gonna watch it. Can't wait. Go watch the trailer, guys. It doesn't seem spoiler heavy. And uh, you might, if, especially if you like 80s Italian horror, 80s and 70s Italian horror, go check it out. You might enjoy it. Okay. Cool. Moving on. What's our first film today, Carly? Oh, my gosh. It is The Dentist from 1996. Uh-huh. Directed by Brian Yuzna. Yeah. Uh, who also did Society. Return of the Living Dead 3, and Bride of Reanimator. It was written by Dennis Paoli. Is that right? Or is that a two L's at I the believe end? you're correct. Uh, who also worked on Reanimator, and Stuart Gordon, who also did Reanimator, and Charles Finch. The IMDb summary is an extremely successful dentist goes off the deep end after he catches his wife cheating on him. So I thought I saw this movie, and then I watched it, and then I was like, I have not seen this movie. <gasps> you haven't? No, I haven't. Oh, I my gosh. I might have seen the sequel. Gotcha. I haven't seen the second one, but I've seen this movie so many times. Really? And I I think it's because it, it had to have just been on TV constantly when I was growing up. Okay. Because I would not, pr- I don't think I would have rented this at Blockbuster, but, like, I definitely would have, like, seen it on DirecTV and, like, clicked on that shit and watched it. The poster for the second dentist is the one that immediately sticks out of my brain when I hear uh, the dentist because it's got the razor blade sticking out from the gums. And it's a very mm-hmm. memorable image. It is. And I remember going to the video store and seeing that and being like, ooh. So it makes sense that I would have seen that one. This one, however... Uh, it's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah, but in a in a, in a weird way. In a well, in a memorable way. I think yes. I would have been more forgiving of it if it was an '80s film. It feels like an '80s it film. It looks like, it, like an '80s film. Too. It does look like an '80s film. The, it looks like '89 rather than '96. I honestly didn't realize that it was '96. I thought it was older than that. Yeah, it's uh, it's it the the uh the special effects, the makeup, very reminiscent of eighties. Agreed. Horror. I don't know why I paused for so long there. You know what I mean. Horror. Um, horror. Uh, there is a puppy death. Were you okay with that? I somehow missed it. Okay. To be honest, okay. I don't. I wasn't even planning on it. I don't know what happened, but. I missed it, and I am grateful for whatever powers that be that <laughs> helped me avoid that. Thanks, powers that be. Yeah. Um, I was very confused th- throughout the film. Um, <laughs> the characters I found confusing. Uh, a lot of what was happening didn't quite make sense to me. Um, but it is entertaining. And Mark Ruffalo's in it. Is this his first film? He is. I don't know, so but I was young. like, "Look at you, baby Mark, <laughs> baby Hulk, baby Ruffalo. What you doing in here? Hitting on teenagers? 
hitting on teenagers, but also uh, calling out a potential rapist. I know. It's so. like, did he redeem himself? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so, but... What's my stance on... <laughs> so we have this dentist who is an a-hole. Just in general, he's an asshole. Yeah. Yes. Um, he's the worst. So we hate him before he has his emotional break. Um, which I don't think really serves the story because I don't really like anyone in this except for maybe one of the uh, dental hygienists. Um, oh, the the one that the the stockings one. Yes, she was in something, and it drives me nuts. And I looked at her IMDb page, and I still can't fi- figure it out. But I think I'm gonna look it up. Too. I think it might be from the show Unfabulous. Which was a mm. Nickelodeon show in the early 2000s. Do you uh, I don't remember that show, but she looks so familiar. And I, I had the same thought so, while I was watching it. Unfabulous is a comedic drama from early 2000s starring Emma Roberts, a young Emma Roberts, and her two friends oh, wow. as they navigate teenage years. And I, she plays her mom, and I'm pretty sure that's where I know her from. I'm gonna go with that because that's the sh- that's the thing that she was in that I remember the most. Um, anyway, oh. uh, so I remember her from that, and then Mark Ruffalo, and then the the lady at the front desk also looks very familiar to me, but I cannot place her. Do you know? I, who she there was a lot of I do know exactly who you're talking about. Now I'm gonna look at her IMDb because. Yeah. Candy. Her it's character all- name is Candy. <sighs> Thank you. You're there she is. Yeah. Jan. Her name's she looks like a Jan. Mm-hmm. Not so much a candy, but No, but definitely a Jan. I guess it's funny to oh, work at a dentist's was- office and be named Candy. Because that's what got you there in the first place. That's very true. She's done a ton of stuff. Yeah. She was in uh on the show Scream Queens. No, I'm thinking older. Uh, like Yeah, 90s. same, but like I'm go I'm getting there. Oh, okay. But, like, Scream Queens was pretty... She was on Gilmore Girls. She played a nurse. Mm, that could be it. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks. Could she was on um, Desperate Housewives. She was oh, on yeah. an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. She was Cousin Carol okay. in Hell's Bells. All right. All of this works. Yeah, The Ellen Show. All right. There's a lot of things that we, we probably maybe saw her in. Yeah. She was in the Ed Gein movie. Okay. That's good. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Um, so I had a lot of issues. Let me go through some of my issues with the movie. Please. Oh, can I just say one thing that you really can say more than one thing, girl. What you bothered got? Me. I the 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 dirt thing, the pool man yes. with all the I was weird going to get to that. gross on his hands that I was like, why would anybody want to do sex with guy do with sex. gross <laughs> gross brown Ugh, who knows what it was on his hands touching ugh, get out yes ugh. so let me start there <laughs> um i have a pool i clean my pool i take care of my pool um i have never seen that much brown involved in pool care ever and he called ugh. something like a sludge trap that's not a thing uh <laughs> It literally like, was like, like I don't, the most horrific thing about this Why would they even make movie? it look like shit? Like, it just looks like shit. It looks like someone's shit in your tank. Like, that's yes. what it looks like. That's the only thing I can think of that it is. Because exactly. Because how else would it be brown? 
you know what happens to your pool if it gets dirty? There's like leaves in it. It could turn green from algae mm-hmm. or yellow from algae. Um, it can get weird and sludgy and kind of pond-like if you don't take a care of it. Uh, but never have I ever seen brown sludge in a pool. And I'm not even sure how that would occur. Good, because gross. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Um, that was one of that was on the list of things that I had that didn't make sense. I also wrote that the IRS doesn't call people. That's not a thing the IRS does. So there's that. Even when it's the fr- I just assumed that it was like the guy wanting to extort this other guy. Yeah, I don't even think they have a way to get your phone number, though. Like, I don't know how they could call you. Uh, just not sure how that would work. Um, oh, uh, when the beauty queen is, is in the chair for the very first time and mm-hmm. she's meeting the dental hygienist for the very first time, the first thing the dental hygienist says to her is, so you're a beauty queen. And I just want to know, how did the, how did she know that? How did she know she was a beauty queen? Did she write it on her dentistry forms? Maybe. Is that something? Does it ask you for your Maybe we missed a part of the job? conversation. We did not. I don't, oh. I don't believe we did. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm just checking. <sighs> what else? Uh, let's see. Um, I don't have them all in the same place, so I have to uh, to go through a little bit. But I think those are the most things that I had the problem with. I'm sure more will come. Oh, do tongues float? I don't feel like they would float, but maybe they do. I don't know. I can't tell you. Let's ya. test it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. I'm just checking. Just, just, I'm going to leave that one. In. I'm just going to leave that ball in your court. Okay. <laughs> the detective's name is Detective Sunshine. Do we have an issue with that? Or, <laughs> or are we just going to let that fly? Gibbs and Sunshine. I mean. Why not? That's what I say. We also have April Rain. <sighs> that was a thing. I don't think this movie's for me. I was not a fan of it. Uh, I mean, it was entertaining, but there is a very, like, weird, there's, like, some porn elements that I'm, it's just not my favorite. There was, like, a lot of that in 90s horror movies, though, like, right? There was always boobs and stuff. Yeah. I mean, some of the gore stuff was pretty, like, cringy and good, but the special effects were kind of lacking, so it just, it didn't quite work for me in the way I wanted it to. Um... I will say, so while the bulk of the content here was not my forte, every time anybody got into that chair, I was like, oh, my God, no. Do you? How do you personally feel about the dentist? So uh, I am not a huge fan of the dentist. I don't. So growing up, my grandpa was a dentist and he was all he was like my dentist growing up. And it was fine because obviously like he was the best and he wore bow ties and it was amazing. Um, And then I feel like once I had to start going to other dentists that were not my family, um, it was never as good as an like of an experience. Okay. Um, until recently when I moved to LA and I was like, still just not super into the dentist. Um, I was very vocal about, um, my grandpa being a dentist, my mom being a dental hygienist, and then my uncle also being a dentist. 
And ever since I like dropped that knowledge, <laughs> I've been getting excellent dental care. Interesting. So if you, you yeah. could lie even to your dentist yeah. and say that you have relatives that are in the dentistry field and you, you feel like people might get better treatment. I don't, I'm just saying that's happened to me personally okay. because I like explain my, my like kind of hesitation sure. about the dentist. Sure. Um, and yeah, I've gotten excellent care since just being like, my grandpa was a dentist. <laughs> I just dive right into it. I like it. Yeah. I do like so it. So now it's good. okay. It freaks me out a little bit still, but I'm, I'm better at it. I'm not, I'm fine with a dentist. I don't really care. I don't go that often i started going mm -hmm. recently regularly but i think there was a very long stretch of time where i just didn't go uh same that's mostly just out of being an immature uh, adult that doesn't do things that they're supposed to not necessarily out of fear um i take pretty good care of my teeth and so it's not usually a problem um, it's just like there were always things that I would rather be doing <laughs> than like making an appointment to go to the dentist. Right. Yeah, no, I, I went recently and it, I was like, they're like, how long has it been? And I'm like, I don't know, like six years. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> that was me until like, recently. Oh, so. OK, well, you don't have any cavities. And I'm like, that's cool. And they're like a little bit of plaque, though. Yeah. So the plaque was a thing. Plaque's a thing, man. Yeah. Plaque is a thing. It's a thing. But I did okay. And I have to, like, you know? get in there. Then I'm, The, like, serious dental cleaning yes. is, like, really intense. It is. I went in and I um, actually made my next appointment at the time of my last one so that I would go and not forget for another six years. <laughs> I tried to do that. Yeah. And then we uh, ended up going to Nashville. Mm. And so I had to like postpone it. And my dentist isn't open on Fridays. And that's like the most convenient time for me to go, obviously. And so then I just haven't been back yet. I need to schedule this is an appointment. riveting podcasting. I'm so glad we're talking about <laughs> how often we go Our to the dentist. Dentistry. I didn't. I like. Yep. <laughs> That's hilarious. Sorry, guys. But we're talking about the dentist. This pool guy, by the way, is quite gross. the Romeo. And he's gross yeah, and dirty. But he is also kind of hot. So I'm just saying. He is, they couldn't get past the dirt. I just, I think that the dirt was unnecessary. It really bothered me. <laughs> it also bothered the dentist. It's basically what set him off on a murdering spree, Carly. He's... I I don't even know. I don't know what I have for like the, the this guy's crazy. There's just there's no one there's nothing redeeming happening here. The only no. character I kinda like is the teenager and like like she I said, just the wants dental her braces hygienist. off. The dental hygienist is pretty badass, but I hate it when people confront someone who's obviously unhinged. Like just don't confront them. Leave and go to the police because you right, know just, something horrible just happened. You just get the fuck out. Yeah, just leave. Why are you staying and confronting this scary, horrible person? He's obviously insane. Yes. You shouldn't have get done that. Get out of there. Yeah, you should have just left. So I didn't like I didn't like that. That wasn't very smart. But I did like her badassery. She was very badass. Yeah. And a little thing to tie uh to tie our movies together, kind of. Ken Forey as Detective Gibbs. Mm-hmm from uh dawn of the dead oh so that's well, fun there you go 
Um, so I will say, yeah, there was some really cringeworthy scenes. I especially enjoyed and enjoyed as a as a loose term, but I especially enjoyed the the uh, the scene where he has the drill and he is like breaking this woman's tooth, and she's like, "You freaking broke that woman's molar," and like and stabbing that guy's tongue. I mean, there were some good in the mouth scenes. That's what I'm saying. Like that stuff. That stuff was good. Uncomfortable. That stuff was good. But when they have like the weird mouth that's like obviously stretched out. No, that was stupid. The makeup on the wife after her teeth were pulled out was ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Um, But I mean, it was, it's, it's fine. I'm not watching it again, though, honestly. I probably haven't seen it in about 10, 15 years, and I probably won't revisit it. Isn't it weird that the IRS auditor guy was, was, I mean, what was he trying to do exactly? He was just trying to get free dental work? I guess. Like. That's what it seems like. I mean, I would think as a, as a federal agent of sorts, you would have. Maybe not an agent. A federal employee, you would have decent dental benefits. <laughs> I wouldn't think you need to extort a dentist. I mean, maybe it's just because he's that good of a dentist. He's got a jungle room. He's got an opera room. He's got a heaven room, which is super creepy. What did you think of the themed rooms? Uh, I think I get it for children. Right. <laughs> Welcome to heaven. If someone said that to me, I would be like, nope, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> not sitting in this dentist tra- chair. And it's not even heaven. What was heavenly about it? Clouds painted on the wall? It could have been, welcome to the sky. Welcome to the airplane. Like, it could have been, like, I just, it, I didn't really under, other than, like, she was wearing some kind of weird robes that were supposed to look like an angel, I'm guessing. I don't know. It's very weird. I don't really think he's that good of a dentist. His clothes bothered me. I didn't like his shoes. They kept showing his shoes, and I was getting upset about it. Why did they keep showing his shoes? I don't know. But they were, like, white and black and had tassels on them, and I was just, it was, I didn't like it. His, he dressed very tackily. He did. Maybe in the 90s it was cool. Maybe. Just everything was real baggy. But I guess that's 90s, right? Everything was kind of baggy in the 90s. I noticed that, too, when he was in the hallway, his pants were so long that they were bunching up on his shoes. And I was like, dude was just flipping out over cufflinks. How is he not going to have tailored pants? And what illness does he have? Because he is taking pill or he's supposed to be taking pills what do these pills do just get him not to murder people i don't know i'm not is it like xanax i don't like <laughs> i don't know but i don't think the pills stop him from being an asshole because he seems like an asshole before the pills even come to play yeah he's like screaming in his wife's face on their anniversary about her not like picking up his bullshit his diamond cufflinks <laughs> yeah diamond cufflinks by the way Nobody needs diamond cufflinks. Well, it goes with his pink shirt. 
Nobody needs diamond cufflinks. It's certainly not diamond with a cufflinks pink would shirt. go with anything. Let's be real. That the pink shirt and diamond cufflink combo is very gaudy. It's it's still too much. Why are you wearing cufflinks when you're probably gonna have to be rolling up your sleeves anyway? And those new cufflinks she got him were horrible. They were ginormous. Yeah. Oh my god! They took he up like his them. whole wrist. He was like, he, "What would I do without you?" I was just screaming in your face. <sighs> And I'm like, I hate you, Dr. Finestone. <laughs> Is that a last name? I feel like it should be Feinstein. But then they say so Stone, I, and I feel tripped up. Which makes me happy, because, I don't know, then he's not Jewish, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he's not one of your, one of the chosen. He's not one of my people. He's not one of the exactly. chosen people. He's on exactly. a different team. Keep that stone. <laughs> I don't know. So he shoots a dog, he stabs a kid in the mouth he uh, rapes a woman or molests her at the very least when she's under yep he and who does he kill does he he kills the the he kills the dental hygienist yes two of them yes two out of the three well, Candy's um, not a dental hygienist. She's the receptionist. That's true. That's yeah. true. He kills both the dental hygienists. Yeah. Um, I think he kills four people because the IMDb says that there's a, a murder. Does he oh, end up wife. killing the IRS guy? He didn't guy? kill the wife. He killed. He didn't kill the wife. He, he killed the he the, killed the pool the guy. The pool guy. Oh, he killed the uh, neighbor lady. No, he didn't. She left. Oh. Because she was the one who, whose molar got destroyed. Oh, I don't even know who the fourth person I th- is. I think it's the IRS guy. I think he ended up dying. No, he didn't die, did he? Oh, I yeah, I think he, like, right. think choked he... on his tongue or something. I don't oh. know. Well, he l- helped the teenager, but then he died, I guess. He fell. Oh. You know, it's just she not my favorite. Away. No. It's not thrilling. It's just uncomfortable in moments. Yeah. It's, 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 I don't know that it holds up very well. Most of the time I was just annoyed, to be honest, because I was like, this guy sucks. Who would work for him? I don't know. I would have no patience for him. No. Peace out, dude. All right, let's move over to a good movie. Are we ready? Okay. We're so ready. <laughs> I don't know that we. I did a very good job of talking about that one, but it's, I mean, it <laughs> we is. We just basically talked about our own dental work for like 30 <laughs> minutes. A little bit. It's more interesting. At least to me. That's true. Uh, okay. Uh, next up is Night of the Living Dead, the original from 1968. It's directed by George A. Romero and written by John Russo and George A. Romero. Uh, the IMDb summary is a ragtag group of Pennsylvanians barricade themselves in an old farmhouse to remain safe from a bloodthirsty, flesh-eating breed of monsters who are ravaging the East Coast of the United States. They're ragtag team. I hate the term ragtag. What does it mean? I don't know, and I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like ragtag. I don't like rag team. I don't. I just. It's just not my favorite. Is rag team a thing? Yes. Oh, I didn't know. Well, I don't. I'm not. I'm just not a fan. I'm over it. Uh, but I think it's just like you know whatever's left over. You throw them in together. It's a rag team. Just throw them right in there. Yeah. Um, so I haven't seen this movie probably since college. 
Uh, oh, really? It's been that long? Maybe not. Maybe I've seen it. I feel like I put it on on Halloween, but not like sat down and watched the whole thing from beginning to end. I've seen it fairly recently because they showed the 4K restoration of mm. it. How's and that it look? Was fucking beautiful. Was it really? It was unreal. How it can they literally, make it look that good? I I don't. It literally looked like it was made today, but shot in black and white. Wow! Like it was so perfect. Interesting. Was the was like the cuts uh, between scenes? Were those better? I think so. It felt like it flowed better. Yeah. It sounded amazing. Mm. And like the picture was just so clear. I mean, my what I, what I watched was not uh, very good quality. I just watched the Hulu or the Prime Video one. I mean, it could have been a fifties film, forties film. It was could have been an old. It could have been old, <laughs> real old. Uh, I looked up other films that came out in 1968 just to kind of get an idea of what films looked like then because I don't watch a ton of 60s films. Um, Then the same year, we had Rosemary's Baby, we had 2001 A Space Odyssey, and we had Funny Girl. So if that, those are just films that I know that I've seen that uh, were made in 68 or released in 68. So just comparing the look of those films to the look of this film, it's pretty shocking. I mean, Rosemary's Baby looks like wonderful next to this in terms of... I mean, of the budget was probably way the budget different was, for all three no, films No, 100%. I'm just... It feels older because of that. Gotcha. Um, well, watch the 4K restoration. I mean, it's 100% perfection. understandable uh, that it looks the way it does. It's an independent film. It's one of the most successful independent films of all time. It is um, a really amazing film. I really enjoy watching it. Uh, but yeah, it it the, the quality of the film itself, uh, at least in the copies that I've seen, it's, it's less than stellar. Um, which is fine. It works. Um, but I would like to see the 4K restoration. That sounds cool. It's great. I recommend it. So I do. I love how ahead of its time this film is. Um, it's still so relevant and still feels like it basically could still happen like today uh, in terms oh, of the social commentary of what's mm-hmm. happening uh, and the way the characters interact. Um uh, I kind of wish that Barbara was a little less horrible uh, and annoying and helpless. Um, yes. But, I mean, it is what it is. I'm, it's not really something to get upset about it. If a character is like that, a character is like that. What are you going to do? Um, she's very weepy. She is. Uh, she's obviously having a hard time with the situation. Is just not one of the people that have a strong enough will to... Uh, overcome her emotions of no watching what happened to her brother happen um but luckily ben was there to help her i wrote a lot of hearts and ben on my notes because ben's the best he really is the greatest i mean beyond the slapping of barbara (laughs) (laughs) which oh oh that just happened which i think might have been warranted because I don't even really feel like it was a, it wasn't really violent as much as a snap out of it kind yes. of slap, right? I mean, it wasn't yes. like he was trying to hurt her. And he was very protective of her the rest of the film, like trying to make sure nothing bad happened. She to her. was hysterical and she was probably attracting all of those things. She needed 
a jolt to her nervous system to kind of shut it down. Sure. I mean, I don't like the term hysterical, but she was uh, not in her right mind and was being very loud. Exactly. Yes. Um, yeah, so I I don't know. Upon rewatch, I feel like very little would be would need to be done to this film to uh, to make it better. Although I, I have I mean, I've seen the remake and it's good. <laughs> it's really good. Right? I've I mean, never I've never seen the remake. You haven't. Oh wait. No, yeah, no, I've never seen the Night of the Living Dead remake. I've seen like all of the other ones, but not the Night of the Living Dead. Really? Yeah. Oh, we should cover that. Is it streaming? I don't know. I'm looking at it. You up. should check. Cuz it's 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 good. And Barbara's a little less uh comatose. I heard she was a little bit more tough. Yes. In the second one. And there one. is some um, Interesting changes that are made. Was it 1990? I believe so. It's the Tom oh, Savini on one? F- Fubo. What's that? Fubo? Fubo. What are you talking about? What's Fubo? I don't know. It's a streaming service. Oh. <laughs> Fubo TV. <laughs> You're funny. But yes, it's the Tom Savini yeah. one. With Tony Todd as Ben. That's neat. Yeah. Bill uh, Mosley. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Yeah. I mean, it's... This is fun. It's it's worth watching, I think. You know, it's not as good as the original, in my opinion, but I think it's worth watching. There's some good stuff in there. And it's a very similar story. Well, I'd hope so. I mean, it's very similar just in general. Um, I'm excited. Um, I'm going to have to check this out. I do. So I, but I did, I mean, I love this movie. It's, it's one of, I mean, the, I'm, I, it's well known that zombie movies are not my favorite thing, but this is one that I can watch over and over again. Um, and Return of the Living Dead, actually both written by John Russo. So go John Russo. Um, he's doing good things that John. He's doing good things for the zombie uh, sub, sub genre. Yeah. Um, so uh, this film's heavily influenced by Carnival of Souls. Have you ever seen that film? I've not. Okay, so that's that's early 60s, earlier than this film, obviously, because it was influenced by it. Um, but uh, that one's also pretty good. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's as frightening, personally, um, but it is interesting to know that it was, inf- that this film was influenced by that. Or, did I say that backwards? This film was influenced by that. Yes. Yes. Okay, I said it right. <laughs> yes. I had to just repeat you. <laughs> yeah, that's all you had to do. Was this your intention? I just needed to hear it come out of someone else's mouth to know if it was wrong or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just, I mean, it's its one of the first films that stars a, a black man or a black person just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love how, I mean, the and only... He's the only sane one. The only sampling of society we have are these, what, six people uh, in this mm-hmm. house and so it's interesting to see the reflection of society in this small sampling of people and um it's nice to see ben and how he's dealing with the situation i mean i think yeah. that a lot of it's kind of i don't know that george a romero necessarily realized um all of the things that are happening here um and how relevant a lot of them still are today, um, namely with uh, what's what's the asshole Cooper, namely with Cooper and his 
I mean, he is. He's the worst. He's obviously a racist, but they never come out and say yeah. it. Um, he obviously has a problem with Ben. He yeah. uh, doesn't want to do anything Ben says, which, okay, fine. Two men butting heads over how to deal with a scenario. That's, I mean, that still happens all the time with yeah. different uh, races all the time. Or even men of the same race. Uh, just men tend to do that. Uh, not that women don't. I'm just digging a hole. I'm going to stop talking now. Um, <laughs> but no, but it's it's just interesting to see, like, even his wife is like, you need to let that go. Like, we are in this together. We have to work together. Yeah. Um, so like, Poor I, Helen. But like, no one says the word racist and no one says, like, you have a problem with back, black people. It's just like... It's obviously it's it's just obvious that that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. It's just interesting. And then the end, which is just so heartbreaking. And I remember <sighs> seeing this for the first time. Um, I do, too. I just got chills. And when when Ben gets shot at the end of the film, it's it's still heartbreaking. Like when I, I knew it was going to happen, it didn't matter. It was still broke my heart mm-hmm. because these men just shoot him assuming he's a zombie assuming he's the enemy and then pat each other on the back for killing him and then move on with their lives like it's uh and no one will know uh who ben was and what who he, ben was or what they what he did what, what he they did, all went what through. he went through uh to survive as long as he did and um I mean, it's just, it's heartbreaking. It's, it's so heartbreaking. super relevant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, I just can't even say it enough. Like, it just feels uh, like this, this movie could be made today with very little to no changes, and it would still be as, um, as amazing and, and influential as it was then, I think. I agree. I talked a lot. Would you like to say anything? No. Here, here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Even with all my my nonsensical stuttering, you still agree. I appreciate that. I do. Um, I will like to talk about how slow Barbara is. I mean, she is really I can't or I can't say it enough. She is really completely useless (laughs) in this movie. Yes. And it's it's hard to watch now sometimes when you're just like, come the fuck on. Well, it's like, even if she was having that hard of a time, I just, I don't know. Like, for example, when we first meet Ben, Ben first comes in the house, Barbara immediately, like, becomes useless. (laughs) It's like, Mm -hmm. the second a man appears, she is useless. Uh, I mean, she wasn't doing a lot before, but at least she had a knife. She was prepared to try to defend herself. It's like once right. a man appeared on screen, the the idea of defending herself just went out the window. Like she was like, "Oh, thank God! Oh, thank God! This is now on somebody anymore. else to protect yeah. me because <laughs> there's no way I can do this for myself." He asks her to help gather wood to, uh, you know, board up the windows and the doors, and Ben is like breaking down like floorboards he's taking doors off their hinges and she grabs the smallest sticks i've ever seen (laughs) to to do what what is that gonna do it's like it's it's basically twigs she basically grabs short twigs that is not going to do anything (laughs) no she's just not and she's moving 
so, so slow. She's slow. basically a zombie already. She, <laughs> it's like zombies in this film, actually. She's just not eating anyone. I think the zombies are moving faster, actually, uh, in, in this movie uh, than she is. But, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. But, no, Ben obviously has the most brains. Ben is the only one really willing to take action. Um no one else is quite making decisions as confidently as Ben is, except for Cooper, and his decisions are stupid. And they're everyone the worst knows it. Decisions. <laughs> and they're like, sit down, Harry. <laughs> he's Nobody cares. He really is awful. Yeah. And he's like, my daughter, who I love, is credited as like Karen Cooper slash corpse in house. Yeah. <laughs> is she the the corpse upstairs too? Yeah. Just kidding. Yes. <laughs> By the way, the corpse upstairs was made because it's creepy looking. It's super creepy. They used he made uh, he made it. George Romero made it uh, and used ping pongs for the eye ping pong balls for the eyeballs. And I, how appropriate! Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, it's super creepy. And Bosco was used for blood because it's black and white, and you can do that. God, it just makes me think of Seinfeld. <laughs> it does, right? Anytime I hear Bosco. Bosco. Oh, you're a portly fellow. That's his long in the waistband. It's his pin number. It's his pin for his, for his debit card. His ATM. That's George Costanza, not George Romero, Carly. We're oh talking about George God. Romero. Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, Romero's also fantastic. Yeah. I also love that Ben has, um, Ben just doesn't take shit. No. From the white men in the house. And I in, in the 60s, I would think that maybe that's not always the case. Um, you know, out of like fear for your life and things like that. Um, Absolutely. I don't know. I wasn't in the, around in the 60s much, but just from my understanding of history. Uh, <laughs> she wasn't around much. <laughs> wasn't around at all. Um, but uh, <laughs> I mean, just my understanding of reading of history and movies and film and whatever. Um, Absolutely. That, you know, it. You know, maybe you're not super outspoken uh, as a black man in the 60s around a bunch of white dudes. Um, and maybe you're not, you know, trying to make decisions. And um, I, I, I just like that. He has no problem. And when the guys emerge from the basement, basically once they know the coast is clear and and that Ben has done all the work to secure the house and take care of business, um, then they're willing to appear and and reap the benefits of his hard work. Um, yeah. I just and I love that he takes none of it. He's like, where the hell were you when I was doing you didn't hear us yelling. You didn't hear her yelling. You didn't think to come and help her. And they're like, it's not my responsibility to help people and it's like oh okay i just i love that he doesn't just take that like he right. basically he, he shames calls them out for being he a calls shitty them human out and he shames them for being shitty yeah. and i just love yeah. that he does that i do too um he's a great character he's a he's a very three-dimensional character yeah in a film with i mean there's not a I think the other characters in this film are very two dimensional uh, mostly um Ben has a lot of depth to his character um i I don't know I really appreciate what this film does uh story wise um I think there's a little too much like kind of sitting around and like uh the dialogue is can be lengthy at times um and explanatory when maybe it doesn't need to be. 
Uh, but uh, the newscasts, too, I think are, are kind of a waste of time um, when they spend so much time on them. Um, but all in all, this is a fairly flawless film. I agree. I think it holds up super perfectly. I think it's so relevant now. Mm-hmm. And it's it's timeless, really. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, it, it's um, very sad. Totally. But it I mean, what well, it's 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 so good. I really want you to see the 4K version. <laughs> it's so good. I would like to see the 4K version. Um and then of course Johnny comes back for Barbara as in zombie form. Of course. Which is also heartbreaking and Barbara just yells He's Johnny and then you, dies pretty quickly after that. Yeah. Um Karen It's so sad when you see it all crumbling. Yeah. Yeah. One by one, you know? Yeah. I mean I love and I the ending shot in the basement with Karen and like <sighs> just the bodies and the flashlight because it's dark and you can't mm-hmm. see. Uh really effective, really creepy. Um the zombies are pretty creepy looking. Some of the makeup isn't quite there, but we're yeah. forgiving of it because there wasn't a lot of zombie makeup at the time. <laughs> Budget and also, I mean, for its time, I imagine it to be completely terrifying. This film was incredibly gory and violent for the time. Um, yeah. One of the most violent uh, films uh, up until this point. Um, and... Uh, had a lot of backlash from like the Christian community because of it. And, uh, you know, especially because it's like cannibalism and, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty gruesome as the, we, th- we take the whole zombie genre for granted now because it's been done and redone and redone billions of times. But at this time, this was the first one. I mean, this is really the first real, real zombie movie. They don't use the word zombie, but I mean, we all know that George A. Romero is basically uh, the, the zombie king, the, the king and the father of zombies. Um, yeah. So this is the first one, man. This and this was shocking. This was a big deal. This film did really well, and um, unfortunately, he didn't quite reap the benefits of how well the film did. Um, due to uh, his not quite understanding how distributions work uh, with films and things like that. I think he got taken advantage of. Um, But, I mean, I'm sure he learned his lesson and made a bunch of money later with all the other successful films he's done over the years. So, Agreed. Anyway, uh, I also found out um, doing some research for this film that a lot of the dialogue is improvised, which I thought was interesting because it didn't strike me uh, as... Improv- improvisation it, it felt like written dialogue that is really interesting i did not know that and i would not have guessed that in a million years yeah strange but uh yeah man i don't know it's good <laughs> yeah. i don't know i don't know i'm running out of things to say but it's really good if you haven't seen this for some reason go check it out it's really for free everywhere uh you can see it anywhere most of the time, you can probably even find it on YouTube. That's um, true. Or- and it's on, like, there's, I think an HD version is the one that I watched on Prime. Mm. Yeah, so uh, it's, it's as we mentioned last last episode, it's a uh, public domain. So you, yeah. that's why you see it a lot of times in the background of other horror movies uh, and reference. they don't have to pay royalties for it. Yep. 
So it's pretty much it's crazy thinking about how much money this movie has made, yeah. like in like cumulative. Because I think let's see, the box office budget was one hundred and fourteen thousand. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Opening weekend, it made five thousand four hundred and fifty-two. Cumulative worldwide, I don't know how what this is though. If it it's made two hundred and sixty-three times its budget. Okay. Wow. <laughs> That's all we really need to know. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Great. Damn. I know. It's a successful little That's a successful little guy. Film. I know. Yeah. I'm just saying. And it was an indie Doing film. It's a little zombie it's, thing. It's George Romero's first full length film, first feature film. And, well uh, done, sir. Well played. I miss him. Same. Come home. As a ghost or a zombie. As a zombie, how appropriate. That would be sweet. All right, let's move on. Oh, it's also known as the Night of Anubis. That's fun. There you go. Okay, sorry. That's it. That's my last fun fact. You are fine. (laughs) Do not worry about it. Um, So is there anything you would like to report going on with you? Anything new you're watching, reading, checking out in live person? Have I done anything since last we spoke? That's oh, I did the, the all night horror movie. Oh yeah, how was that thing? That was super fun. Um, I was so tired. Okay, so think of this. Okay, thinking about it. We, Wait, hang on. We were okay. We I'm were ready. Co- you got it. Yep. Are you in? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, buckle up. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we recorded on Saturday morning, originally had woken up at like six in the morning, but my plans fell through. So we recorded at 930-ish, like normal humans. I took a little nap. And then when I woke up, my friend Jared was like, hey, I found an extra ticket. You should come to the all-nighter. And I was like, okay. And so I went and I basically... I fell asleep like for a couple minutes in some of the movies, but I was pretty much up from 7.30 p.m. on Saturday to 7.45-ish a.m. on Sunday. Jeez, those movies must have been good. Six movies, which some we have to do for the podcast because they're fucking amazing. I'm down. So this completely ridiculous movie called Edge of the Axe. which is like the last shot kind of reminded me of sleepaway cam got it and then there's also like computers but like early age computers love it super entertaining were these mostly older movies so they did kind of like movie like horror across the decades kind of got it i think we skipped the 50s but we did have a 40s movie with the mad ghoul got it which was super good um and then we had 60s, 70s, 80s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s with Cherry Falls. Nice. Um, which I had never seen before. Have you ever seen Cherry Falls I, with Brittany Murphy? I feel like I've heard of it, and I think I remember when it came out, but I'm not sure I've seen it. So, like, apparently, so it's a movie so like where, kids like... kids that kill a friend or something? No, oh. like, the killer targets... Like this town's virgins, okay, and so like everybody finds out about it, and then <laughs> they like just want to have like yeah, they want to have like this huge sex party, and like the <laughs> studio was like this can't be released, and so it was like the first time that it was like played 
like in a theater. Wow. <laughs> which was really cool. And they got like the rated R version because I guess the only version that's available right now is like the TV version. Got it. I don't know, but it was by far my favorite. And I'm happy that it was the fourth of the night because it kind of rejuvenated me. Sure. Um, and in between movies, they did like some super fun stuff where they played either old trailers that would kind of like hint at what they were going to show. Okay. Um, or old cartoons. Nice. So before Cherry Falls, they showed like, I know what you did last summer trailer, like nice. a bunch of Did you amazing, get excited for that? Oh my God. I was like, what are they going to play? There was like disturbing behavior trailer. Oh. Like I was super stoked. Um, the last two were super weird. There was um, Demon Witch Child. <laughs> Which I think it was like one of those like Italian horror movies that was dubbed over in English. Got it. And it was not grabbing my attention. So I was falling asleep and waking up at like the weirdest moments. <laughs> sure. Um, and then the 90s Body Snatchers, which wasn't my favorite. Got it. But all the other movies. So Edge of the Axe, Quarter, Quatermass and The Pit, which is kind of like a Lovecraftian movie. Nice. Um, the Mad Ghoul, which was one, one in the 40s, and then Cherry Falls. Sweet. It was so fun. I love doing that. And they don't tell you the lineup before you go see it. So they just, like, surprise you with movies, like, while, while you're there. I'll have to check that out sometime. Yes. We should do it. We should. Next year, you can come up here. I know it's October. I know that sucks. But if it's the but... end of October, I can do it. Okay. We'll plan it. Um, It'll be great. So I don't have anything to say because I haven't been doing too much. But I will say, uh, A, I'm rewatching Breaking Bad because I watched El Camino and it made me want to rewatch Breaking Bad. So that's what I'm doing. Um, and then I started a new podcast um, as recommended by some of my coworkers who apparently oh. are all listening to this podcast right now. And it's called My Dad Wrote a Porno. I don't. OK, so I don't know. <laughs> I know it's a podcast. I've never yeah. listened to it, but they made a show out of it. Oh, really? I, I guess. I don't know. Either they made a show out of it or there's just billboards. There was like, a, it was like last month or the month before there were just billboards for this podcast slash show or whatever everywhere. Interesting. Um, so in case you're not familiar, it's uh, three friends. Uh, they're all British. And they are basically one of them. Uh, their dad wrote a series of, of porno novels and they read a chapter each episode and it is horribly written and ridiculous and they make fun of it as they read it. And it's really, really funny. <laughs> That's amazing. I feel very bad for the person whose son it is who's reading them, but uh, it's 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 very entertaining and I, I highly recommend it if you're looking for a funny non-horror related podcast to check out. <laughs> got it. So I just looked it up. Uh, they did a comedy special on HBO. Oh, so that's, I it. think, what all the billboards were for. Cool. But I was like, I don't know what that means, but that's hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what it is. There you go. <laughs> um, that's fun. So what are we doing next week, Carly? I don't know. Oh, I do know. You do know if you scroll down on the notes. JK, I do know. It's right here. So next week, we are going to be watching that little, I don't know why I said little, <laughs> that new movie that is out on Netflix uh, called Eli. 
and also the movie The Hole in the Ground, which is streaming on Prime Video. Honestly, don't know a lot about these films. They both feature little boys that look kind of creepy. So there's that. So spooky. That's how we're drawing the line between the films. We're like little spooky children. Yeah, little spooky Done. boys. Um, and for you Patreon subscribers or and or future uh, Patreon subscribers, we are doing a live stream on Tuesday, the 29th, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Which is... Yeah. What is that? Three or no, nine. <laughs> nine p.m. Eastern. Nine Eastern. And, uh, you know, stuff in between those two, if you live in between those two. Or elsewhere, or if elsewhere. you are not of this country. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, so come hang out with us on the 29th. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you can go We're going to be watching. Is it a crocodile movie? Yeah, it's called Freshwater. And you so picked excited. it. And I did because of Zoe Bell. Because it's starring Zoe I love Bell her. And, and crocodiles. So two of your favorite things. There, you know I love my uh, my monster movies, even though crocodiles aren't technically monsters. They are monsters of the Florida. The dinosaurs. Dinosaurs of the Florida. Okay. Uh, so come hang out with us on Tuesday the 29th if you're around and you are a Patreon subscriber. Uh, yeah. But that's it, I think. Anything else? We're good? I think we're good. Okay. I'm thinking of all the things, but that's all I have for today. Rad. So until next week, my lovelies, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye. Oh, we stopped at the same time, I think. Did we? That's good. Mm.